Hey everybody, and Browns Podcast. As always, it is your boy Jake, and here with me this morning is my man, Dr. Blake. What up, Blake? Some medical advice again this week is a normal bowel movement is once a week. I don't know if that's, I mean, you're the doctor, not me, so yep. I'm not going to argue. Trust um, the expert here. Trust the poop expert. Poop mouth. A doctor, not a poop mouth. Sorry, Dr. Poop mouth. Anyways, how's your week, buddy? It was a week, all right. It was it definitely was, a week. It was all seven days since we've last talked. It was seven days and a month. So yeah, it was it was some days. All right. Well, there were some hours in there, and there's some minutes too. Don't forget the seconds. Never forget the seconds. Every second counts. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> any anything exciting? Have you made any progress with Ultimate Alliance Three? I saw you posted your. Review. I haven't finished the game yet, so I don't know if there's spoilers that I need to avoid or if I'm okay to read it. Oh, um, no. I finished the whole game and I'm working on unlocking extra stuff right now, but I made sure to post no spoilers in there. Okay, then that shame on me for not checking it out then. Um, you jerk. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'll go ahead and um, check that out because i haven't made much progress at all i'm I'm still stuck on apex legends dude i bought the season two battle pass um you know i, I play that whenever i can because i'm trying to unlock the daily challenges you know get my money's worth um gotta mix it up i know i know i do I actually um my brother-in-law's um stay with us right now and we were getting down on some smash bros last night so that was uh that was fun smash bros always a classic yes but um Actually, one I'm very excited about, and that's actually going to take up all my time, uh, come Tuesday, because I pre-ordered it, is Madden 20. And I am a oh, big, yeah. big-time mutthead, so I'm always going to be playing Ultimate Team. That's why I pre-ordered it. I got the big Superstar time, Edition. I'm going to try to see if I can get the Ultimate Superstar Edition, because I was doing some research in that. And it's a lot more. It's $100, but you get if you're playing uh, Mutt, Madden Ultimate Team like I do, um, it's definitely worth it. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna check that out. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, um, I might get it next week too. Not right oh, away yeah? though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't think we've played Madden against each other in a while, buddy. A long uh, time. Maybe yeah. we could set up a league with the rest of the Conflict Legion. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Most of the guys I know are PS4 players, though. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. True. Yeah, I know we're Team Xbox over here. What up? Shouts out to Microsoft. You wanna like hook it up? You know, sponsor us. You know, shouts out Microsoft. Call us just at your boys. Send me some review copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, send us that new fucking Project Scarlet next year. Or, you know, so we can, you know, review it for you. Totally. Yeah. Totally handle that. Check totally out unselfish Blake. thing of us. I mean, check out some of Blake's, you know, video game reviews, and you'll know that we're passionate about video games. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about this entire episode are some of mine and Blake's top ten favorite video games of all time. I mean, we. I don't know about you, Blake. Do you remember the very first video game you ever played? I was trying to think about that earlier, but I, honestly, I, I can't think of it. it. It was definitely on the Sega, but I, I honestly don't remember. I am. I actually, the first uh, console I ever played was the Sega as well, and I remember it was Sonic, the old school Sonic, where you're just running in, around the track trying to collect all the rings and make it through the course. That was the first game I ever played at my babysitter's house. Yeah, uh, the first to be game honest, I have. Go ahead. Uh, to be honest, that might might be my fa- first game, too. I think it's a toss-up between that and one of the wrestling games on the Sega. No, I know for me, mine was definitely Sonic. But I know the first video game I'd ever 
bought and purchased, the one that I owned, was Pokemon Blue version on the Game Boy Color. I must have been like four or five years old. Okay, I got yeah. it for like my birthday or Christmas or something like that. But that was like my first video game console experience or, you know, just a handheld console. But still, hours and hours and hours of countless fun turned me into a lifelong Pokemon fan. Um, but yeah, video uh, games have been a big part of my life. I know they've been a big part of yours. Yeah, I've been playing video games as long as I can remember, really. I was playing Pokemon, too. I was playing Pokemon Red. Oh, you were a Red version? Well, I didn't really have much of a choice. It was really what my brothers picked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have much to say. Yeah, fair enough. I won't give you shit. I was going to you know, throw some gang signs your way, but I'll leave it. <laughs> oh, let's not I'll, do that. All leave... <laughs> oh, right. Thank God this is an audio show. Bato. Anyways. Coming out next um, episode. Yeah, dude, video games are still a big part of my life. You know, I, everyone knows I got, you know, kids, two young boys, and my oldest one's almost four. And I've actually been starting to teach him how to play, you know, video games together, like oh, Ultimate Alliance, Smash Bros., uh, Mario Party, just some basic ones on the Switch. And, you know, that's a really fun thing. It's a it's a fun thing to do with the boys. We both enjoy doing it. And, uh, you know, the video games are an important part of a lot of people's lives, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, our top ten favorite video games of all time, starting way, way, way back from whatever we can remember. Um, yeah, some of them I'm are going to be... 70 okay. years old playing video games. Hell yeah. I mean, you do what you love. Uh, you know, I learned a long time ago, I, I do what makes me happy. I handle my responsibilities. But at the end of the day, other than that, I'm doing what makes me happy. I stopped caring about other people's opinions a very long time ago. And video games make me happy. A lot of people, you know, think grown-ups playing video games is immature and stupid, you know. But they say also say the same things about reading comic books, you know, watching comic book movies. And to them, I say, oh, fuck you. How is it any different than, like, watching TV or reading a book? You know, it's, it, it boils down it's, to doing what you love. Some people love working on cars. TV. Some it's people love exercising. Some people, exactly. You know, it's it's interactive. It has been proven that some video games are good for your brain function. Yeah, and uh, All video games are better than TV for your brain function. Well, yeah, exactly. Your hand-eye coordination, and, you know. But I'm saying that there have been some that have been strictly developed to improve, like, brain function and hand-eye yeah. coordination. You know, so there's video games that are actually very beneficial to some people you know with some people with dis- disabilities you know there's been a lot of um, developments and new breakthroughs in video gaming that have allowed handicapped people to play video games which i think is something that's been super amazing that has been done recently and it's important you know some of these people who have you know physical capability physically incapable of doing some of this stuff you know that People don't understand, you know, that's really important. That could really be a, you know, take a toll on someone. But when someone has that opportunity to play video games that they haven't before, it's, it's really special. I highly recommend. There's been some videos I've seen that are just super heartwarming. Uh, and and um, it's just not something I thought well, about in the past. One of the best Street Fighter players, uh, one of the more well-known ones is actually severely handicapped. Oh, really? Yeah, his name is Brawly Legs. Uh, he usually like competes in tournaments and he kicks everybody asses. That's awesome, man. Does he have Does he have to use one of those special modified controllers? Uh, or does um, he I, I know what use... you're talking about, but no, he doesn't use a modified controller. Okay, I think it was Clay actually from the Legion comic book Legion. Clay uh, was the one that shared that video a while back, and that was you know really touching to watch that. And it was just something I had never really thought about before. And um, you know, video games are really important to a lot of people. They've been a big part of both of our lives, and that's what we're just going to be talking about right now. 
uh, made a yep. basic top ten list. Each of our each of ourselves made a top ten list. We're gonna just go ahead and. Well, before I get one. flamed on, before I get flamed on, this is our top ten favorite games, not top ten video games of all time. Yes, yes, these are the ones that were most important to us growing up through our our video game lives. Um, we're allowed to have preferences. Yeah. And if you got something to say about it, I really don't want to hear it. I don't care. This is our opinion, <laughs> and uh, you know we're just here to talk. We're gonna, you know, we'll tell us, you know, we'll tell the games. We'll kind of discuss each one if the other person's played it, why we enjoyed that, why it made our top ten list. But yeah, Blake, why don't you go ahead and get started with your number ten, bud? So it's not that easy making a top ten list. So I'm just gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my honorable mentions out of the way because I think I have like a lot. Uh, honorable mentions are for me: Arkham series, Telltale Batman, and Game of Thrones, South Park, Xenoverse Two, Mortal Kombat, Starcraft, Dragon Age, Mario Kart, Smash Bros, Fable series, Chivalry, Team Fortress, and The Sims. Wow, <laughs> a wow. lot of honorable mentions. I'm probably missing a, a few. Lot. I'm probably gonna headbutt my desk because I'm like, man, I should have given a shout out for th- to that game too. Oh man. Um, you know, I don't have that many honorable mentions, but I mean, I did do like, I had a hard time agreeing with you. I I agree with you. I had a hard time, um, you know, kind of just narrowing it down to 10. Yeah. There's a lot of scribbles on my paper. I was like, nope, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was doing this all on my phone because I knew when it came down to it and I was trying to think of all the the 10, I couldn't, I was thinking of so many. I was like, I just got to put it in my phone and narrow it down and then I'll write it on paper. Don't waste ink and trees, kid. Kids. Don't sweat uh, the Don't sweat. Okay, that that's gonna be a thing now. Is that a thing now? No. Okay. No, but my my honorable mentions. I'll go ahead and get them out of the way. Uh, first is Apex Legends, only because I am so damn hooked on that game. I've never played any, never been into any of the battle royal games in the past. Um, but this one is, I just love it. It's so much fun. I'm on there at least once a day for the Xbox Pimp Juice 209, uh, three E's at the end of Juice. Anyways, yeah. So Apex, Skyrim, Red Dead Redemption 2. Any of the UFC games, Mario Kart games, or the Mortal Kombat games are all some of my honorable mentions. Um, all been games I've put a lot of time into some of the best games, most entertaining games. But um, let's go ahead and actually dive into the top ten list. This is kind of a lesser known game, but it's very like popular among the PC gaming community. I wish I had a, another laptop capable of running this game again because it is easily the funniest game on my list. And one of the funniest games of all time is a game that goes by the Stanley Parable. It is a first-person exploration game. That sounds kind of boring, right? But no, you're just walking around in the office. But the gimmick is that you have a narrator, like, talking about you. And, for example, like, one of the first things that happens is, like, Stanley goes to the left door, and you go through the right door. And he's like, all right, let's try this again. And he picks, like, he brings you back to that room. Stanley goes to the left door. Then you go through the right right door again then narrator say something like it's clear that stanley is incapable of listening to directions and he's a smart ass the entire time around like 20 endings i don't know the number for sure but it's a really fun game to play and you get to mess with the narrator a lot <laughs> so you could just choose to be the biggest asshole if you want to yeah and there's a lot of weird stuff that happens like you can go like you'll find yourself down in the basement and eventually you'll be in space or something that bring back down to the basement You'll get to a factory that has a bunch of doors. The game's absolutely bonkers. I can't really describe it. Like, one of the reviews is, like, if I told you what's special about it, that would spoil it. Huh. It's a really great game. You know, I I do remember you talking about that in the past, uh, but it's something I've never played. Never been big on PC games. It's a trip. 
All right. Well, um, okay, I'll go ahead and read my number 10. And that is actually going to be one of the first games I owned on the Nintendo 64. So my number 10 is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh, one of the games I just put in, you know, just played and played and played. Don't know if there was ever really a mission or a point to it other than skating and unlocking challenges to unlock the next map. Uh, but that was all I did. That's all I remember doing. And, you know, there was the awesome, um, you know, the hangar where you just, you, there was like a hangar bay where you could ride around and skate inside. There was the school ground. I remember that. My favorite um, was the school grounds. Yeah, the school grounds was awesome. And that was just one of those games where you could actually play a horse or skate. Excuse me. You'd play skate. skate. Yeah, skate. But similar to horse with basketball. Um, but it was just a super fun game. Uh, it really got me into skateboarding at a young age because of that game. And, you know, back then, Tony Hawk was pretty much like a god to every seven-year-old who played that game. So uh, I loved Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I believe it was like a yellow cartridge for the Nintendo 64, if I remember correctly. Uh, super fun. Super yeah. fun. Easily made my top ten list. Uh, barely edged it in there uh, based on some of the other games. But, you know, one of the first games I remember seriously putting time into on a um, actual console that wasn't handheld. I obviously talked about Pokemon earlier. Um, yes. But yeah, so Blake, go ahead. Number nine, you've heard me preach about this game before, and that is Inside, like, platforming game. Ah, yes, platform games, something I'm not familiar with. You're familiar with. I am, but not... Sonic is a platformer game. Yeah, okay, let me rephrase that. Modern platform games are something I'm not familiar with. They're very creative. I wish a lot more people would give them a chance. Inside, it's just this mysterious... It's very hard to describe. You just play as this boy, and you keep on going. That's the best way I can describe it. You just keep going through this mysterious factory that has impossible dimensions, and impossible things happen all the time. And but um, So with Inside, yeah, you'll be, you know, like if you play through it, yeah, something weird will happen, and you'll be like, oh, this is what makes this game so special. But that, that you'll keep on saying that several times throughout the game. And it just keeps on escalating until what is possibly the craziest ending in video games ever. Really? That's yeah. a bold statement. I, I've experienced it. You you should, too. You'd probably agree with me if you play. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. <laughs> All right. So number nine for me is going to be actually The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. This is one of the first games I really remember putting a lot of time and effort into that was like a kind of like a open world map in a way but what i mean by that is i just remember running around throwing chickens and cutting down the skeleton people in the night in the fields back when i played this i was probably like five or six and don't really remember going much further than gorman's mountain but i did go back as maybe a middle schooler or high schooler and got further in the game you know got the ocarina and grew up and played all the funner stuff more fun stuff but you know one thing that reminded me and actually made me think of doing this top 10 list and this was the first game that came to mind was my brother-in-law playing the old ocarina songs on the guitar which was just took me back dude it was like a flashback stroll down memory lane he was playing the zelda's lullaby the ocarina of time song uh, and there was another one he was playing too but he, it was just it was so crazy it took me back um and it definitely was like man i want to think that's easily legend of zelda ocarina of time is one of my top 10 favorite video games well what would be my rest so that's what made me think of this list and uh, that's what kind of how we came to this conclusion of playing this, but uh, yeah, I actually played, have you that ever? for the three 3DS. Um, I played a little bit of it, but I'm, 
obviously preoccupied with other video games right now, but I am at the mountain right now, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, I think I should download that on the Switch. I haven't looked into downloading anything digitally for the Switch, but that's one of the ones I really want to look into. It's very convenient. It just takes up a lot of space. Yeah, honestly, you know, if, if I was going to download anything for, like, the Nintendo for the Switch, that would probably be the one. So I'm going to have to look into that. Okay. So moving on to my number eight, I have... I, this is kind of close. This could easily be in my number one, but I thought it'd fit better at number eight. And that is Amnesia The Dark Descent. Okay. In my opinion, this is the game that really brought the horror genre back to video games. Like, it really, like, set a standard. Like, this is what horror video games should be like from now on for it to be scary and successful. Um, you play through as this man named Daniel, who's obviously suffering from amnesia. He has no idea who he is or where he's at. But you play in through Castle Brennerberg. You have to solve puzzles in pitch blackness and while, with monsters roaming around the castle trying to tear your face off. Yeah, I remember playing that uh, once at your house. And uh, I was not big on the game. Uh, one, because I sucked. And two, because it was terrifying. And I was not <laughs> expecting that from a video game ever. Yeah, like, like I'm a huge fan of horror movies. So I didn't really picture a horror video game being that scary like... Uh, horror movies never really scared me as much as that game has. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you because I think in video games you're just so much more focused on the task at hand, and you know you're so much more in tuned to what you're doing, and you don't yeah. you're not expecting that jump scare. And you feel it like it's a... chasing you. And plus, I was um whenever I was playing through, it, I turned off all the lights and I was wearing my turtle beaches, so I really scared the shit out of myself. Ooh, you went you went down deep. You went in depth <laughs> in the darkness of amnesia. Yeah, I screamed more than once. <laughs> well, number eight. We're on number eight, right? Yeah, we're on number eight. Yeah, so number eight, <laughs> number eight for me um, <laughs> was could really be any of these games, um, but it's going to be one specifically for me. SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Um, yeah, yeah. And really any of the SmackDown vs. Raw. Let's, okay, any of the SmackDown vs. Raw games. That whole <laughs> like four or five year span of those video games were some of the most fun. Their storylines were some of the best. It you know took aspects straight out of the you know the show, the, you know the WWE, uh, the live show. But just the fact that you can incorporate your own created character into these, some of the best. I just wish that you know I I don't I haven't played wrestling games in a couple years, but I know they strayed away from that aspect of the creative story modes and they went to kind of this just watered down version of it and I wasn't a big fan of it. And I lost all interest, but that was what I loved the most. That was what I purchased these wrestling games for back in the day. Was just these awesome story modes where you can create your own wrestler, throw them into the mix and these awesome stories and uh it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Back then when these games were coming out, that was all I, that was what all I would play. Um, yeah, I'm not too familiar with the wrestling games, but I do remember playing one all the way through on the story mode, and I agree it was a lot of fun. I just don't remember which game it was exactly I was playing. Do you have, like, I, any idea, like, what happened? Like, any, can you remember any? Um, I remember the, at one point, like, you're going through, like, your career kind of takes a downfall, and then your manager is, like, having you fight these, uh, wrestling legends somehow, and one of them was Andre the Giant. Okay, okay. Do you have any idea I what I'm remember. talking about? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think. I, I don't remember it, but it was a create-your-own-wrestler, and you had to him go through a story mode. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That does sound familiar, where you kind of have to build your way back up. The one I'm thinking of more specifically was they took stuff straight out of the TV show, where 
you know, the Undertaker's urn gets stolen and someone takes control of the Undertaker and sends him after you. And then there's another one where <laughs> someone gets the, I think, uh, one of the general managers gets hit by a, a limo in the behind the stage, behind the, ah, it's all this wacky stuff that was straight out of the TV show. But that was one of the most fun ones, in my opinion. <laughs> I love how ridiculous wrestling gets. Oh my god, it's so insane. So insane, and it just gets more bonkers every year. Bonkers times two. Times three times four times five. No. Anyway, <laughs> number seven, Blake! Number seven. I mean, it would be weird of me not to bring up a game that I have a tattoo from, so at number seven, I have Life is Strange. Life is, <laughs> Life is Strange is a story-driven game. Like it's an episodic, episodic story-driven game where you make choices that affect the story. So your own storyline is very unique to you. You play as Max Caulfield. Max Caulfield, she's not a normal kid. She's able to control time somehow. She's able to rewind, and she progressed the story with her best friend Chloe Price and getting into some shenanigans. Some well, very dark shenanigans. This isn't a fun story. You know what? You have talked about this game. Is it a Telltale game or just similar to a Telltale game? Very similar to a Telltale game. Telltale games, like, they really kind of created that formula for the whole episode story-driven games, so mm-hmm. a lot of other games kind of went with it. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't played it. Um, I, I've only played, you know, uh, a little bit of The Walking Dead, and then Game of Thrones, obviously, and a little bit of the Batman. So, they're fun. They're very fun. They remind me of, like, the old Goosebumps books, where you would, like, you know, choose make a choice and then flip to this page if you choose this one, or flip to this page if you choose that. Um, yeah, it's kind of... I, I, multiple I different endings. Uh, that's what those have always reminded me of. I can understand why people don't like them. It's kind of an acquired taste. It's more of an interactive experience more than a video game. So I understand why people may find it boring. Well, you know, uh, one thing I actually enjoyed that was pretty much story-driven was the uh, recent um, Madden Legends, I think it was. I forget exactly the name of the game mode, but they've had it the past two years. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, where you um, you you play as a failed high school or college quarterback uh, who you know started to suck, and then you kind of make his decisions, and you get to play. Oh, long shot! It's long shot. Yeah, you, you play on that back. game show. Yeah, exactly. And then you get a chance in the NFL. Yeah, and it's all it's all story driven. That was pretty fun. I didn't play the second year of it on Madden 19. So you played all the way through. On the first one, yes. How was it? Did you actually get to like play like actual games in it, or is it just all in inter- like quick time you modes do, and stuff? You do play. I wouldn't say you get to play a full game. You do. You play like a very accelerated version sometimes, but very few. Maybe like two game, like two series, okay. a couple series at the most. You do like a drive or two here and there. All right. But yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Um, but I'll go ahead and move on to my number seven, and that was one that we've actually talked about this morning. And that would be none other than one of the actual games I own for the PS2, Def Jam Fight for New York. Uh, <laughs> I played this game. This was back when I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade. Very awkward stage in my life um, <laughs> where, you know, I was listening to rap music, but I was dressing like an emo and just very – puberty's weird, man. Puberty it's, 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 it's an awkward time for a young boy. Uh, but yeah, so Def Jam Fight for New York was a fighting game that featured a, a bunch of freaking rappers. That's Let's just be real. It was just a bunch of rappers who had who fought each other. And back then, that was the sickest shit around. 
I remember the final boss was Snoop Dogg, who went by the name of Crow, who was like an owner of a nightclub or like a bar or something like that. But it was it was just so cool. You could have the you know special moves where you would have like a song equipped to your character and like the song would drop and you would do your special. It was the coolest thing for a, a, a awkward 12-year-old, 11-year-old back in the day. It was so sick and that was one of the games I think I played for pretty much my entire 6th grade, 7th grade year. Like one of those. So ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but it was so much fun. You, it's you know, a you creative can... idea. <laughs> Hell yeah! I wish they would bring that back. I would play the shit out of that. I mean, yeah, I would play it too, but with, like with current rappers. Yeah, but you know yeah. they 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 did a follow up one. I remember they made a because there was one before that and one after that. I believe I didn't play the one before that, uh, so I don't I can't speak on it. But I played the one after that. And I know they tried to to modify it, make it more modern at the time, but it wasn't the same. I did not enjoy it. They need to go back to the Fight for New York model and bring that back with modern rappers. Because let's be honest, who wouldn't want to beat Eminem and beat the shit out of MGK? You know, no disrespect <laughs> to MGK, but uh, let's be real. Let's, that's one of the ones we're going to do. Meek Mills versus Drake. We're going to be fighting the shit out of each other. Fuck Drake. Um, or anybody versus Little Pump. <laughs> for real, right? <laughs> Little Yachty versus Little Pump just have each other – kill themselves um, I guess a slap fight like yeah slap fight you know a lot of those guys are gonna have to uh you know yeah be in the women's division hey they're gonna get shot but one of the fucking best games ever so much fun so much fun I agree it was a lot of fun so. <laughs> <laughs> number your number six game Blake moving at number six ah, yeah, for yeah. me is Diablo 2 okay Diablo 2, the second entry in what is probably the best dungeon crawling series of all time. So it came out on June 29th of the year 2000. So when I first saw this game and when I was first like kind of playing it, I was seven years old. And it was a really fucked up game. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you get to choose between a paladin, barbarian, sorcerer, Amazon, necromancer with an assassin and druid coming later with the expansion pack, Lord of Destruction. And you're pretty much just fighting demons and the lords of hell and it's a lot of fun it had a great uh upgrade system uh, building your classes and everything it was a lot of fun but also very terrifying for a seven-year-old i can imagine i've never played diablo it's a lot of fun the art style is just damn near perfect the cutscenes, it, it didn't really age too well but at the time it was just some of the best cutscenes ever and it, yeah, I probably shouldn't have played it at that young age. I had nightmares for a while. <laughs> now, isn't there a recent Diablo game that just came out not too long ago? Diablo three. It's it's not the same. It's a little more cartoonish, but I personally like it. Um, are there the same class choices? No, Barbarian and Necromancer made it to this one, but the rest didn't. That's it. I, no, like. So for the classes for Diablo three, if I let's see if I can name it off the top of my head: Barbarian, Necromancer, Crusader, Witch Doctor, Demon Hunter, Wizard, I'd totally be and that. Monk. <laughs> I'd totally be a wizard. Yeah, the Wizard was my first playthrough, and it was a lot of fun. Now, is it a is it for the consoles or is it a PC only game? Because I've never played uh, it. Diablo two is for PC only, but Diablo three is on Xbox as well, so you can play it if you want to. Now, what's the play style like? Does it uh, play like a PC game? Well, no, it's like a, if you like dungeon crawling games, then you'll like it. If you don't, then well, you won't like it. Okay. Yeah, 
let's go ahead and move on to my number six. A game that I friggin' love. Still play it to this day. Came out, it's about, what, seven years old now? But GTA V came out in 2012, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Jesus. And they still come out with more DLC for it? Yeah, they just uh, came out with a huge one. I re-download the game, actually. Really? Yeah. What I'll was it? Well, I, haven't, I haven't paid attention lately, but... Um, There's a casino was... update. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that game is a classic. You know, you can play as, you know, the three different characters, uh, Trevor and the other two. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, uh, Trevor's my favorite though. Uh, his little meth he's rage freak out. Favorite. Uh, he's the best. Uh, Michael's my favorite uh, playing style because he's the one that slows down time. It lets you shoot faster, right? Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite to play as. Um, but I love Trevor. Franklin's cool too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Um, he's I like his favorite. dog. Well, no, uh, I like his dog, favorite, but I like Franklin too. Franklin's fun. I like his dog Chop. He's the Chop. he's got the best story. He's got the best storyline. Yeah, I think, I think so Franklin too. does. Uh, the, he's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> when, um, when Trevor <laughs> like walking up to Franklin's house, he's like, "What's up, my N word? Hey, my N word!" Then he jumped, tried jumping over the fence, and he tripped, and Franklin started laughing at him. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, man, I mean, some of the more favorite things to do in that game were to, like, get your stars up as and then barricade yourself in, like, there are certain spots that I would do where you'd barricade yourself in and just boom, boom, and see how long you could last. Set up traps and everything and just blow shit up. I just love causing explosions in that game. Another thing I would like to do would be to get in, like, the Hummer 2 vehicles and just go full speed through an intersection and try to, like, T-bone somebody to the point where they, like, fly out of the vehicle. Or, like, they just, you know, it causes as much destruction as possible. Uh, That's the point of the traffic. game. And exactly. You know, you get an 18-wheeler and you back up traffic on the freeway. You set off a couple explosions that causes a chain reaction. And it's just, it's fireworks, maybe. Everyone loves it. Oh, I love that game, too. So, regarding GTA V, like, the opening scene for Trevor, it shows Trevor brutally murdering um, a guy from a previous game, too. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> Trevor's a badass. Wait, that guy was from a previous game that he murdered? Yeah, you play him. Play as him. You, I forgot what his name is, but yeah, you play as that guy as a leader of a biker gang. No shit. Yeah, and <laughs> Trevor had his brains all over his boot. I didn't realize that was somebody you played as in a previous game. Yeah, in GTA 4. Really? Yeah, that just shows how badass Trevor is. Wow, I did not know. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of... I was the opposite of you, so when you like to get your stars up and barricade yourself in, I like to get my stars up and uh, try to ep- have an epic uh, car chase. Okay, see, I don't like that because then they just bring out the squad cars and the helicopters and then the... For me, that's exciting. Spike strips. Yeah, but uh, there's like certain spots, like on a rooftop where you can just like... Everyone has like a, a one narrow passage in and you can kind of just bow everyone down or set traps. Or, like, different buildings you can go into. Like, convenience stores are good. Um, what else is I'm a good so, one? I'm sorry I'm laughing so much because I'm remembering, like, all the funny stuff that's happened to me or I've seen funny stuff happen to other people. Well, yeah, it's great. I love, like, starting fights with people and then luring them into traffic and then watching them get ran over. <laughs> um, I also like uh, taking my car onto the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, yeah, bloodbath. No, the best part to do that in that game is the boardwalk. Yeah. <laughs> There's also this one part, uh, one time I was playing. Call, call it giving it a paint job because if you could do it right and you just hit only people and nothing red. else, 
Exactly. Exactly. It's covered in um, blood. Yeah, there's this one time. <laughs> there's one time I was playing GTA and um, I was just walking around messing with the NPCs because the NPCs are fucking hilarious in that game. This oh, I was you just, just go around pushing them over, bro. <laughs> well, I was, I, yeah, I was, I was getting to that. I was on the crosswalk and I pushed this guy and he, he fell into a car <laughs> and he died. Bro, yeah, just go around pushing him. Start fights with them. The thing is, like, my brother was just walking through, and he glanced at the screen, and he started laughing his ass off because I pushed him. <laughs> right, as my brother was just walking through. <laughs> uh, Alex then, uh, Alex or Phil? Alex. It was Alex. And yeah. then <laughs> there's another time. Um, I don't know if you were there or not, but Josh was playing, and he was just blowing shit up. Like he was blowing up all the cops and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's this co- random cop that. <laughs> This random cop down there, like he was on a cliff shooting rock, uh, rockets down at his cop cars, and this random cop is running. <laughs> I can't even finish it without laughing because you, you hear, <laughs> you hear him yell, "I'm going for glory!" <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. And, and then, then he explodes. <laughs> oh yes, I do remember that, and I was there for that because. Uh, that was back in the day when we would hang out in Josh's house and just and play video games, and it was mostly Grand Theft Auto. And <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna go, for I'm gonna glory, go. boom! <laughs> I'm gonna go play Grand Theft Auto right now after we get off this. This is uh, so much fun. I don't blame you. <laughs> oh god, good times, good times, good damn times. We're not even halfway through our list, buddy. We gotta pick up the pace here. We're never gonna finish. I this gotta recompose this. myself. All right, oh. number four. Uh, not number funny. Five. Video. Number uh, five. What are number you five. doing? No, number Just five. Do it, my bad. Becky. Just do it, Becky. Your sick reference, bro. Number five. Uh, Skyrim. Elder School Skyrim. But I really enjoyed Skyrim because like there are several different storylines you can experience. You can be an assassin. You can be a thief. Be a mage. Or you can just experience the main storyline too, and I really appreciate that. Hey, you could be a werewolf too, or you could join the rebellion and take over the empire. You could be a vampire. I killed the vampires. Fuck the vampires. Werewolf team for life. But yeah, I've poured so many hours into this game. I can't even tell you how much. Yeah, Skyrim's really fun, bro. And some of the uh, mods that they came out with, where you buy the. Um... The collector's edition Skyrim, where it comes with all the mods. No, oh, you yes. you install the mods your, yourself. You get to pick which ones you want. Yeah, like Macho Man, Rainy Savage Dragon. <laughs> the best mod ever. Or if you want to go a more terrifying route, you can turn the dragons into Thomas the Train. Are you serious? Yeah, it's it's pretty scary. Can't you like make the like Teletubby sun in the sky as the sun? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> like a Dragon Ball Z mod too. You can also have lightsabers. Really? Yeah. Uh, what are your all-time favorite mods in that game? Just upgrading the game and going realistic route and everything. I really enjoy that, but when it comes to more like ridiculous stuff, uh, yeah, I'll have to go with a uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I've been at the top of the mountain. <laughs> oh, my God. He's my favorite. He is my favorite. Bone Saw is everybody's favorite. No. All right. Number five is one of the games I couldn't really come to a 
specific one, so I kind of just generalized it, and that would be the Super Smash Bros. series. Um, from all the way from the Nintendo 64 to today on the Switch, Super Smash Bros. has been a game that shit gets settled in Smash Bros. Shit goes down in Smash Bros. Smashing goes down in Smash Bros. You know it. That's one of those games you can have a party in your house. Somebody hears you got Smash Bros. Fuck everything else. Everyone's going to sit down and play Smash Bros. It is so much fun. Everyone can get down in it. It's something that it's super simple to play, super fun. And, you know, with the roster that they have now, there's 70-something, 60-something characters on it. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I, yeah, I don't care how large your roster is. I'm always going Bowser. Fuck you, Samus all day, bro. I mean, yeah, I do like Samus too. She was another one of the characters I usually liked playing as. Samus, Ganondorf, and Pikachu. Yeah, for me it was Bowser and Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon and Ganondorf play very similarly. Yeah, I, they're pretty much the same fighter, like a little bit different. Yeah, Ganondorf I feel like hits a little heavier but moves a little slower. Yeah, I was just about to say Ganondorf hits a lot harder than Captain Falcon. But Captain Falcon's got that shit where you can sprint in the latest one. I don't know if you've played how much you've played um, well, the latest yeah, he's, one. He's fast as fuck. Oh, dude, yeah. But, um, bro, I love it. You play Spirit Mode, Captain Falcon, wreck shit. Anyways, um, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, – no, wait. That was my number five. We're talking about Smash yeah. Bros. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but, I mean, I'm going to challenge you to it this weekend, so get ready, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyways, Blake. okay, okay, okay. I'm fine. Number four, Telltale's The Walking Dead. This really nice. set the basis for the episodic, like video games, and I think it was still the best one added. Still, well, it just ended recently, finally after so long, after it started so long ago. But yeah, some of my favorite Walking Dead characters, actually, my favorite Walking Dead characters are from this game. They both used to be huge fans of the show, but the show fell off. And I think the this is Sadly. just my opinion, but Telltale's Walking Dead surpassed the show in every way possible. Oh, I think it's just that much better than the show. Have you read the comics? Not yet, but I will. Re- I, I since it ended recently, I will pick up and just read all the way through soon. Yeah, definitely recommend that. I haven't read all of them. Read some here and there, but it's pretty damn good. I've heard nothing but good things. Good things. But yeah, so I have played like the first episode of that whole entire game um, where you find that little girl Clementine as Glenn, I think, right? Is that what you're playing as? No, you're playing as Lee. You've run into Glenn. You ran into Glenn. Um, But yeah, um, I didn't play too much of it, but I know it's one of the most popular games of all Telltale. Really wish I'd pick up Game of Thrones, but, you know, it is what it is. It probably won't. I know. And that's very sad. Very sad. Yeah, I mean, there's not, it probably wouldn't do well in sales at all, because the Game of Thrones is, the Game of Thrones hype has ended. Well, do you know that they had finished recording the pilot of the new series? The prequel? I have, yeah, I have heard that. Okay, so, uh. We'll see how that goes. I'm very curious to see how that'll go. It'll be pretty neat. Hope it, hoping it gets picked up, just because we need some Song of Ice and Fire lore in our lives. Uh, yeah, always. 
always. And they need to answer fucking questions about the Night King, goddammit. I'm sure the prequel won't do anything. Whatever, dude. I Actually, it might. You never know. It probably will. But You're number four. You're my number four? What's your number four? I already did my number four. Oh, what's my number four? I'm sorry. Uh, my number four... Um, you know, easily could have been higher up on the list, but when you get down to when you when you get this high up on the list, it, it's kind of you got to be really specific. And as much as I love this game, there's three other ones that stole my heart more. But this game is none other than it's also going to be a series of games because they've all been amazing. Uh, take me back to the first time I've ever owned an Xbox, but it's the reason mm-hmm. why I still have an Xbox, and that is none other than the Halo franchise. Um, one of the classic first-person shooters, and that was where shit really went down. One of the first times uh, online and you know one-on-one shooting really became a big thing in my life. Shit went down in the Blood Gulch. That's where scores were settled. All right, let's be real. Um, yeah. That whole that you know, I remember playing the demo when I first bought an Xbox and playing the first mission on that island. And running around, and you face the two hunters at the very end, and I was hooked. I knew that you know I had to do some convincing because at the time I was maybe like nine, ten years old, and I was trying to get this rated M game. I got it, but it, it was just so much fun. Um, Halo has been a big, big part of my gaming life. Uh, the like I said, box is because I don't want to miss out on the next Halo game. Uh, that's just how it is. I'm super excited for the next installment. Um, some of them have not really been my uh, cup of tea. ODST, um, for example, not my favorite game. But the main Halo games have always been something that have taken a high precedent in my life when it comes to gaming. Yeah, I only touched on it briefly because Halo may or may not be on my list as well. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll leave it at that. And Blake, what's your number three? Number three is Knights of the Old Republic. Hey Knights of the Old Republic, it's it's gotta be one of the best RPGs of all time. Had a great dark side light side system, had an amazing way of upgrading your character and progressing through the storyline, making your own choices, and that's what set the basis for creating the old republic, which is what everybody just loves about well, one of the most popular things about Star Wars today. One of my top choices for a film adaption when it comes to the Star Wars universe is definitely something from the Old Republic. Anything from the Old Republic, pre Rule of Two, sign me the fuck up. Who doesn't want to see a like a full on war with between Dark Jedi and Jedi? It'd be amazing uh, to see on screen. Freaking army of Sith would be amazing but i vaguely remember playing it i didn't play the full story i didn't own it i think i played it at my cousin's house or a friend's house i do remember playing and getting an orange lightsaber kind of customizing my own character a lot of fun i think i went the darth maul style the double bladed lightsaber orange blades and uh uh, i think i went gray jedi but i didn't play it too much huh what i think i went like a gray jedi a gray jedi is that what it's called? You're kind of like splitting the path between light and dark? Yeah. Uh, that, for me, that wasn't a good idea because you get kind of bonuses towards like when you're higher up on each side. Oh, see, I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't own the game. I didn't play it too much. I just was playing very neutral because that's how I would be in real Like if I, like, 
if I think about it, like I wouldn't want to be a Jedi, but I wouldn't want to be like because there's so many rules. But I wouldn't want to be necessarily an evil Sith. I'd kind of just like to do my own thing, like a great Jedi would. I would just kind of play my own path. Yeah, I did. But like I said, I didn't own the game. I played it briefly. I think it was uh, was that that was out on the original Xbox, right? Yes. So I think I might have borrowed it from someone for a brief time and played it uh, very briefly. Never owned it, and you yeah, know, you can't really play borrow the hardcore. That. You can't really. Yeah, that. yeah, or, yeah. But it was fun, a lot of fun. But um, we'll go ahead and move on to my number three, something I've already mentioned in this episode, and that would be the Pokemon franchise. It's been something I've owned. You know, one of the very first, the very first game I ever owned uh, was Pokemon Blue version. And ever since then, I have played every generation, I'm pretty sure. Even the latest one. Um, definitely stoked for the next one. Um, you know, been playing Let's Go Pikachu, everything. Um, you know, that's the reason I've always had a handheld, you know, console um, from Nintendo, from the Nintendo to the Game Boy, or excuse me, the Game Boy Color to the Nintendo DS to the 3DS, now the Switch. Uh, Nintendo, that's one of the main reasons I've stuck around with Nintendo, let's be honest, because I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I watch the show with my kids, I play the game with my kids, it's just something that's always, you know, it's the first game I ever played, excuse me, it's the first game I ever owned, and it's just took a huge part of my video game life, and I love it, I mean, I have, there's a... You know, throughout the history of Pokemon, I've you know I still have my favorite, my top six, you know, my six starters that I would use if Pokemon were real. And that was one of the things growing up. You know, I'm sure you did the same thing, but you'd think about like you imagine playing Pokemon. Like, what if this was real? Like, what would your favorite Pokemon be, or what would your first Pokemon be? Um, do you have a favorite Pokemon, Blake? Jolteon. Really, that's your favorite Pokemon out of everything. Yeah, easy for me. Nice, nice, nice. Mine, I'd have to go with uh, Generation 2 Tyranitar. Ooh, Don't gotcha. know why. It's just always been, you know, some, when that came out, I was thinking I had Silver version at the time. Um, but that was just something. For whatever reason, that was just, you know, such an imposing Pokemon I thought was so badass, and I just loved playing as it. Uh, it's been my favorite since then. Which one came out first? It was Black and White, then X and Y, right? Yeah, I think so. Because I think why is when they started changing it to like a like they started changing the way the game looked. Okay, and what yeah. was black and white was first because it went with the colors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, did you play like the new the newest one, the Sun and the Moon? Not yet. Okay, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, what's the, Sword and Shield come out later this year? I'm very looking forward to that. Me too. Uh. Are you going to get it for the Switch? Well, yeah, I'm not going to get it for the 3DS when I have a Switch. Well, does it come out for the 3DS? I have no idea. I don't think You're it does. Pretty... I think it's only for the Switch. Right. Yeah, good. I wouldn't get it for the 3DS anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, uh, now I'm going to ask you one last time. Do you have a starting six? Not no? off the top of my head, no. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then we'll like go ahead mi- and move I like on. To mi- I like to mix it up. What about in the original red and blue? Who are your starting six? I told you I like to mix it up, dude. Fuck you. All right, go ahead. Move on to number two. Number two is the uh, Mass Effect series. Oh, There's am. a lot of controversy at the end with the ending, but they kind of fixed it with the extended cut. But still, leading all the way leading up to that point, it was a lot of fun experience, that storyline, picking your squad and inter- interacting with your squad and trying your best to keep them alive. 
and exploring the galaxy as well. Can you explain the controversy to me? Because I am not familiar with the game. Uh, the controversy was like a lot of people thought the ending was rushed. It was a lot of like plot holes and everything. There was a lot of plot holes in the original ending. <clears throat> All that uh, Game of Thrones. Like uh, I think, it, yeah, I'd say it's about the same level as that. It's like, well, what happened to this person and that person and this person? But they answered it with an extended cut. It's like, all right, yeah, that first person survived because of this, and you're, you're, but the reason why a lot of people didn't like it is because there's just three, like three choices really. Like they wanted a little bit more than that. Three endings seems pretty, uh, pretty damn good in my opinion. Yeah, but after you're playing like all three of those games, putting like twenty plus hours into each game, you would want a little more options than that. Yeah, I could see how that is. It mostly for like the squad mates you play it as throughout the games. Or is it just like a generalized ending to everything? Uh, it's uh, three generalized endings. They're, they're somewhat similar, in e- and each one is somewhat similar. But I still enjoyed them because, I mean, I got a perfect ending on mine. But still, I I would have liked to see it a little bit more. But in the end, I still loved it. It's obviously number two on my list. Hell yeah, brother. Well, number two on my list is actually one of your honorable mentions. Um, And it's actually going to be two games kind of mashed together because they were both equally as, you know, monumental for me. South Park? No. No. (laughs) South Park was amazing. That was on your honorable mentions? Yeah. Oh. Dude, holy shit. I never realized it. Fractured butthole. Oh my god. <laughs> fractured butthole. <laughs> I never realized it was fractured butthole. Yeah, they're they're trying to see how much they could get away with, and yeah, they're allowed to do that. <laughs> wow, dude. I had never realized that. It's only been out for a couple years. Oh my god, I feel like such an idiot right now. <laughs> yeah, you missed out by not playing those games. I played the Stick of Truth. I did, did play, you play it all the way through. I believe so. I'm not sure. I don't remember. You remember the bedroom fight? No. Where you're fighting the underpants gnomes and you got shrunken down to their size, and they just try to escape you from going into your pe- parents' bedroom, and your parents are fucking. Nope, I definitely don't remember that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you would remember that. Yeah, uh, definitely sounds like something I would remember. The underpants gnomes, one of my favorite South Park's episodes of all time. Yeah, you gotta so keep I would your asses. Definitely remember that. We want underpants. We want underpants. We want underpants. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. Anyways, um, I didn't. Did I even mention what mine were? No. <laughs> okay, so my number two is a combination of two Dragon Ball games: Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi, the very first game to come out on the PS2, Xbox. And also a combination of the Dragon Ball Xenoverse games. Um, you know, they both were very monumental for me for two different reasons. One, Tenkaichi being the first Dragon Ball Z game on the console uh, that I ever played as. And uh, I played the shit out of that game. I put in so much hours. Um, I remember playing it on the PS2 at the time when I didn't have a PS2. Um, I used to spend my summer breaks and school vacations at my grandparents' house, and my grandparents actually had a PS2 at their house. And I had got this game on the PS2 just to play at their house through the summer. And I put in probably every break from 
a couple years playing just playing that game. Um, the first Tenkaichi, uh, you know, only went through I think the Cell Saga, but so much fun. Um, you know, there's that historic mission where you have to circle the analog sticks as Goku to get Raditz um, in line for the special beam cannon. Uh, one of the most memorable missions of any video game still to this day uh, that I can ever remember because it took me forever to get it down. Um, and then obviously there's also the Xenoverse games. Uh, one of the first really uh, RPG Dragon Ball games where you can create a character to incorporate into the Dragon Ball universe. And that was something ever since Tenkaichi that I've always wanted was to be able to create my own character, my own Saiyan specifically, to be able to you know make a Super Saiyan to throw into this Dragon Ball world because with me and my imagination always you know kind of creating stuff in my mind and my imagination running wild I've always had you know my idea of my own Saiyan and all this kind of stuff and it was just something I so much enjoyed I still play Xenoverse 2 to this day still have it on the Xbox 3 uh, Xbox 1 and I almost said 360 what a fucking idiot <laughs> Yeah I uh, I feel you on that one I was playing it on the PS2 as well. I grew up with it all. I've been playing pretty much Dragon Ball Z games my whole life as well. I mean, there's so many great ones from in between, but I mean, those are the two that stand out to me the most because Xenoverse, even though Fighter Z has came out since Xenoverse, uh, Fighter Z was kind of I mean, the graphics were amazing. Let's be honest, but it just I don't know. I don't know uh, if I want to play that kind of style of game. I'll play Mortal Kombat. Uh, I feel like Mortal Kombat's that much of a better uh, fighting arcade like game I got like you. that. I forget I the style, you. but uh, Fighter Z was fun. Uh, Xenoverse, I'm still gonna stick with that in my opinion. Of course, um, but so yeah, I mean, there's so many great Dragon Ball games in between, like I said, as well as Fighter Z. But those two for me are the two that stand out the most. Understandable. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, well, Blake, it's none other than to move on to our number one. Favorite video game of all time. It's pretty obvious for I, me. I got the Halo I was gonna series say, number one. I was going to say, I wonder what you got. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah, it's it's a Halo series. It's, it has right. two of the most iconic characters in video games, in my opinion. The action, perfect. The competitiveness is perfect. Just everything. The weapons. I love everything about the weapons. Just everything about the game is just... I mean, I talk about the series as a whole. I even enjoyed 4 and 5. I can understand why some people didn't really like it as much, but I still enjoyed them as well. Yeah, I agree with you. 4 and 5 are still great. I'm looking forward to 6. Are they going to call it 6, or are they going to call it something else? We'll see. They haven't announced yet? They haven't made anything official? Um, I'm not sure. I don't want to say anything that might be wrong information. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I respect the shit out of that. Um, but yeah, dude, the Halo games, like I said, bro, they, they could have been anywhere. Once I hit number four, they could have been anywhere in the top, you know, anywhere. They could have easily gone number one because, yeah, man, that was one of the first games. It's the reason I still have an Xbox. It's, to, it's been a part of me that's wanted to switch over to PlayStation at times, but to think about missing out on Halo, not a chance. Not going to happen. You can't disrespect the Chief. No. Like you said, one of the most yeah, iconic video game characters of all time without a doubt yeah well i guess we're gonna move on to my number one of Blake, course do you, have, do you have any idea what my number one is do you want to take a guess can you take a stab in the dog you already mentioned madden at all did i mention what madden at all 
Did I mention what? Is it Madden? It's fucking Madden! <laughs> of course. Of all time is none other than Madden. That's the entire franchise. I'm a diehard football fan. Huge video game fan. So it just makes sense that I would love video game football. Um, football video game. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I've been playing it since Madden 2002. Um, just in recent years, it's been getting so competitive. I've been jumping into the online scene, playing a little bit of Mutt, Madden Ultimate Team. Um, really the only game I will fork out big money for when it comes to pre-ordering because of all the bonus content you can get for all your online gaming. And, you know, it comes out this Tuesday on the 29th, I think. Yeah, the 29th this Tuesday is if you pre-ordered it, you can get the Superstar Edition and the Ultimate Superstar Edition. Uh, I'm super excited for that. Um, if anybody listening plays Madden on Xbox, uh, Feel free to reach out to me, and we can definitely get down a big-time ultimate team. Uh, me and Blake have talked about doing a franchise um, season mode for anyone who's interested in doing that. I would love to get down on that. Um, but, man, I, that's the one game I can – I will unconsciously just, you know, $5 here, $5 there, $5 here. <laughs> Uh, just because, and I, I don't have a problem with that because I'm trying to build my ultimate team, and it's just so much fun. It is so competitive. I mean, I, like I said, I'm a diehard Raiders fan. Or excuse me, I'm a diehard football fan, diehard Raiders fan, especially. And uh, that's just something that's just timeless for me. And, you know, a lot of people will complain about it not really evolving year to year. To me, that's not really something that is a big deal to me because the game itself is timeless. It, you're, it's football. Uh, it's I understand that, yeah. I, I mean, shit. Do you get where I'm coming from? Uh, I, yeah, hope, I, I hope you do. I hope you do. I Madden... remember playing it way back in the day on the computer, actually. I think it was Madden 99. Oh, I never played on the computer. It's kind of weird. It's. I mean, I haven't done it in a long time, actually. I don't even know if they do it for the computer. No, they don't do it for the computer anymore. But yeah, it was really, really awkward playing on the computer, but it was still a lot of fun. Back in 2002, like I said, it was like, I forget who was on the front. I want to say Michael Vick. Michael I think Vick it was 2001. Was uh, well, I know I was playing 2002. Okay, I don't, I don't really remember. But I it was, a, I remember it was a black, black cartridge with a Nintendo 64. I want to say it was Michael Vick. Don't quote me on that. Could no, oh, actually, I think it might have been Steve McNair. Could have been Steve McNair. Um, but like I said, don't remember. Um, you know what? It was Dante second. Culpepper. It was. Yeah, it was Dante Culpepper. Yeah, sure it was. No, nope, yep, sure was. Uh, but yeah, that was. One of my favorite Madden is still one of my favorite games of all time, without a doubt. Um, Blake, video games are a big part of both of our lives. I'm pretty sure we've established that here, the past hour. Yes, sir. I agree completely. Are, are there any games coming out in the next year you were looking forward to? Because there's a couple off the top of my head. Uh, one recently caught my attention. It came out of nowhere, and I'm very excited for it. What's that? Uh, Greedfall. No. What is that? I've never even heard of that. It's a fantasy RPG, and it's combining a lot of elements. Like, it's obviously taking a lot of inspiration from uh, like previous RPGs, and it's it's either gonna be really good or really bad. And I'm very excited for it. Is that the one you shared the the trailer for, or the the YouTube video for on the the snap uh, the Slack chat? Yeah. Okay, I haven't watched that, but I did hear I did watch read what you guys were saying about that, and it sounds 
super interesting. I'm going to have to yeah, check that should, out. You should check out the trailer. It looks amazing. Greedfall. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on top of your head? One I could think of, obviously, Cyberpunk. Ah, uh, that's not out for a long time. It was like 2021? 2020. I think it's re- being released with the new Xbox. Okay, so a little over a year still. Yeah. Ah. Um, when does Greedfall come out? Uh, in a couple months, I think. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, I mentioned I'm excited. Looking forward to the new Pokemon to come out at the end of this year. Um, what else? What else? What else? Ultimate Alliance just dropped. That was awesome. I, I'm Madden 20. It comes out this week. Uh, other than that, I'm as flexible as Ralph Dibney. Fuck you. Stupid. You're not as flexible as him. Anyways, I think we should start signing off. Before we do sign off, Blake, I would like to make a quick announcement, and that is I will now be bestowing the editorial duties of the Nerdgrounds podcast upon you slowly (laughs) over time because starting before this football season starts, the... One of the hosts of our Comic Book Legion podcast and I will be forming a new podcast solely on football. Okay. Me and Mark, Mark Reads Comics, will be doing a football podcast. It'll be called the Flea Flea Flicker Podcast. Uh, We'll be hosting mostly fantasy football news updates as well as, you know, mainline football nonsense it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to that and it's gonna be taking up a little bit more time so blake if it's all right with you i'll be slowly handing you over helping you out with editing stuff of course all right buddy i know you've been wanting to take the reins in that and uh i'm looking forward to it it's gonna open many 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 doors for everyone i agree completely all right buddy um, well, on behalf of the Nerd Grounds podcast, I would like to thank everybody for listening. I've had a lot of fun. I hope you've enjoyed our top ten list. If you've got any similar you know, video games on your list, let us know. Uh, send us your top ten list. We'd love to hear them, uh, your top ten favorite video games of all times. If there's some we've missed that we're going to think, oh, my God, how do we not add that to our list? Um, you know, We'd love to hear about it. You know, For everyone else, if- also we'd like to remind everybody else to check out the comicbooklegion.com and check out all of the awesome comic book reviews as well as other podcasts and youtube videos all dedicated to awesome comic book content blake thank you so much buddy i had a lot of fun me too well good yeah yeah all right buddy Uh, on behalf of the nerd grounds podcast i'd like to thank you guys again for listening and take care have a great week we'll see you next time bye